0: This episode of MBSing is sponsored by Field Notes Brand. USA made memo books and other products, including seasonal limited editions. Visit FieldNotesBrand.com or 400 North May. Mary Beth Smith, my guest today is my dear friend Rachel Farmer, and she talks to me about our mutual love of growing up in the South. Um, This came about uh, right before we started recording. Farmer showed me a list of uh, four or five things that she had written out as potential topics. And the last one was growing up in the South um, slash L.A. And I was like, L.A.? Lower Alabama. Um, which they referred to as L.A., which was hilarious because my hometown of Lancaster, South Carolina, is also referred to as L.A. by its inhabitants. So I guess people in the South are pretty good at fooling themselves into thinking they live in a cooler place. Just kidding. This is all about love. It's not about shitting on the South. So I don't want to start it off like that. We talk a lot about... Are you know frustrating things that we grew up around um cool things that we grew up around, ways that we think it really sets apart that part of country and that um you know way of living um that may not be universal for everybody but may be very relatable for other people from the south so I think there's there's a lot in here to unpack as a result of uh my desire to just kind of group everything together. <laughs> But whatever. I really enjoyed this conversation. I really love Rachel, and I think there's a lot of context in here for um, our friendship with one another and things like that. So I will leave it at that, uh, that this is just a really great, enjoyable conversation with a really great friend and mentor of mine. Uh, We met at The Annoyance, which is where I have... A show every Thursday night at 8 o'clock called The Fishbowl. If you're an Annoyance student, you can come and put your student ID into The fishbowl, And perhaps you'll get pulled to play in the show that night. Uh, otherwise, I will be on a team called Sight Unseen that hosts and closes the show each week. So that's something that you're guaranteed to get to see regardless. It's a pretty big incentive. That's Thursday nights at 8 at the Annoyance Theater. This Saturday, the 2nd, I will be in Niles, Illinois, at Pastimes, which is a comic book store and game store type joint for free comic book day. That runs from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. I'll be hanging out there with some other members of the Nerdalogs. We'll have our game fisticuffs that we've just created on hand to play with people who are interested. We'll also just be, you know, hanging out, chilling. You'll get a bunch of free comics, and uh, I'm just really looking forward to being able to see the place where Eric Garneau, fellow member of the uh past guest of the show, host of our monthly show, Your Stories, uh, those are all the great, awesome things. Or just really just some of the great awesome things that Garneau does, and I'm really excited to be able to see Pastimes because he's been the manager there for a long time, and he's really uh, proud of that place. But it's out in Niles, so I don't get out there all the time, so I'm excited to see it. Maybe you are too. This seems like a good opportunity. Um, Sunday the third. This Sunday, the third. What is that? One, two, three, four days from now. Uh. Live, MBSing, 100th episode, with my special guest, Trin Garitano, G-A-R-R-I-T-A-N-O. Spelled it wrong in an email earlier this week, still feeling bad about it. Doesn't matter, because we're going to jam out, (laughs) jam councilman jam out to some MBSing about parks and recreation. It's the best show ever made. And we're probably both going to tell you why. And why it means so much to her. Um, that is at 7pm at the offices of Cards Against Humanity. In their theta 1917 North Elston. If you want, you can come early. Play some games. Also, play fisticuffs with some members of the Nerdalogs. That'll be a cool day too. Because word is that some folks... Uh, who are a friend of ours from Iron Rise Games, will also have their game that is yet to be on the market out for playing. Uh, so good friend of mine and the Nerdalogs, Ed Soderberg and uh, Danny Bass, will be slinging some Iron Rise games whilst whistling fisticuffs. And then if you hang out until 7, you can see MBS Sings 100th episode, happening before your eyes I've got some cool things lined up with some past guests of the show if you're listening to this before the show and you are a past guest of the show and you haven't talked to me about something that you want to do but you want to hit me up ASAP there's plenty of space I'll make it for you Uh, if you just want to come and watch and listen and laugh that's a great place to be in too because you're going to be able to do all those things if you can't make it It'll be posted online as a recording three days after it happens. You really can't lose. Um, Sunday night, 7 o'clock, 1917, North Elston. Uh, if you can't make it, I'll you'll hear from me next Wednesday. And I'll probably just uh, talk about how great it was. I don't know. I may not even put an intro on it. I probably won't. So, you'll just hear from me having a great time during the show next Wednesday. Oh, boy. This got off the rails. Um, I used to play around railroad tracks when I was growing up in the South. That's a good transition, right? Sit back on a porch, because that's what we did. Uh, Have a nice beverage. And let my life... Move a little slower. And uh, thank God you're from the South. Uh, great. <laughs> it's so great. I think I did. I think I've done one other episode outside, but I can't remember. Well, it doesn't really matter right now. I know. <laughs> just it's just kidding. Thinking like It's fun that you might be the first one. Oh, I love it. I,
1: everything's fun about this. <laughs>
0: Oh man! I when I saw you across the bar in the annoyance last week, it was like a, it was like a vision. Oh come on! It was oh, like ethereal. Like the I, I was like, what? It, it can't be. <laughs> and, then <what? laughs> and then now, and then now, a week later, I've tracked you down and <laughs> forced you to. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it wasn't that. This was no force. I know. It was actually, I used the force. I know, but I'm about to nerd you. Um, I used the force (laughs) to uh, let you think that you were forcing me. Mm -hmm. So, now we know who Luke
0: is. (laughs) Okay. You are, I'm Obi-Wan. You're totally the Obi-Wan in this situation. You're totally the Obi-Wan to my looky sky right now that's true i mean i feel like that way about you for our i do too i do too like i do too the length of it
1: (laughs) i feel fine with it i like as far as like a young Padawan. um you've always been that
0: yes (laughs) oh that makes me overjoyed to hear you say because that's how i feel too so it's good to know that we're on the same page especially at the top at top the top
1: of the show. The tip top. <laughs> tippity
0: top. <laughs> the tippity top. like um, that. <laughs> my guest today is the lovely Rachel Farmer. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here and allowing me to have you. Oh, dude. <laughs> My pleasure. you at Chick-fil-A.
1: Just kidding. Bo- My pleasure. I boycott it. Oh, <laughs> speaking of boycotting Chick-fil-A? Yeah, speaking of, the top gold news. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's talk, let's talk about this out. Let's talk about growing up in the I life. would love to. I think we do that an, a lot. We talk about real stuff when we see each other. I think so too. I, I always respected that, but the underlying um, you know, honey, sweetness—that uh, mm-hmm. is southern barbecue—is mm-hmm. always on. It's always in the air. The smell is always in the air with you, uh, and you establish it well. And I'll say that's—it's very much always in the air uh, around fall, around the well. I'll say about August, but that's fall for Chicago, um, and we're talking about college football. Uh, <laughs> yes. If I didn't mention it, I would be remiss. Uh, roll Tide, y'all! And uh, but I got a Georgia go bulldog. Dogs, go dogs. Uh, see, I knew go I go you hit that school. <laughs> the University
0: of Alabama was uh, who I cheer for. Mm, and I hail from Athens, Georgia. It's where I was birthed from my mother's womb. Okay, I wasn't born in Tuscaloosa, <laughs> but, uh, but
1: I was born in Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, really? So, yeah. Uh, and then we moved to Mobile, Alabama uh, in 1985. I was 3. Oh, you guys can do the
0: math. <laughs> I uh, I also moved to South Carolina mm-hmm. around the same time in my life. A couple years a couple years into it, we moved to Darlington. Ooh.
1: By, right by the rice Too bad you weren't born in darling to you sure are, darling. Oh. <laughs> ton of fun.
0: <laughs> we are
1: pulling out the big guns already. Are farmers. <laughs> bum, da-bum, bum, da-bum, bum bum dum bum dum dum. can you get uh, like uh advertising
0: for that? Uh I have advertisers. Okay, well, let's hit up farmers for oh, what we okay. just did.
1: Well, maybe. I'm just making big-time marketing <laughs> I have really really Small advertisers. <laughs> nah, man. I'm trying to get the big dogs. Local Selling Chicago. the veto. <laughs>
0: okay. Does your family uh, sing that?
1: Does your family? No, no, no. It? Just like no Alabama person <laughs> doesn't sing uh, Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, yeah. Well, no, 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 no. I don't want to make that point. Everybody's made that point. Um, yeah, we do it, but we don't do that.
0: Like, yeah. Uh, that feels a little on the nose. Yeah, <laughs> it,
1: it is, which is fine if you want it on the nose. I don't have a problem
0: throwing that punch. <laughs> so uh, as a Wee Lass in Alabama. What's that? You were a Wee Lass Oh, Alabama. I was a Wee
1: Lass, yes, in Grand Bay, Alabama. That's right on the Alabama-Mississippi line, right on the Gulf Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I-10, if y'all have ever gone to... Gulf Shores. I was
0: going to say I've been to Gulf Shores. Gulf Shores. O-unch I almost Beach. died in Gulf Shores. <gasps> Come on. The um undertow, undertow mm. dragged me and my cousin out. My uncle, my dad had to swim out and grab us. Damn
1: man. I yeah. I, well, I grew up knowing about the undertow, so I, you know. Oh, it it got
0: us good. No, we were it'll, Jumping waves it'll, and ended up It
1: will terrified. get you. It that's it was awful. I, I was they made us very scared. My parents uh southern parents. My dad was uh, they're both Uh, from the south Mm -hmm. my dad grew up in uh, Arkansas my mom grew up um, she was an army brat but then they made their home in uh, Ocean Springs, Mississippi which is right on the coast too but anyway we always knew about the undertow and shit um and let's see. Yeah, they scare the shit out of you. My parents... Didn't. That doesn't surprise
0: me at all because it no. really snuck up on us. They
1: do. They scare you about everything, though. They would tell <laughs> us, like, if we went into J C JCPenney's, that, you know, hobos will get us. Um, or if we go outside after dark, you know, there's hobos out there. Or, no, you well, it so- always hobos. <laughs> hobos, no, but uh, this is the other scare story. Like, like they- J C Penney's. No, so specific. Well, yeah. they're kids well, they like, that many yeah, hobos. Yeah, gypsies, hobos, you know, they scare you with all types of people that you have to really get to to Know that they're a good person. Um, yeah, sure, sure, But sure, sure, they would also tell us about you know at J C Penney's if we ever stole out of um, not out of J C Penney's but the wallet section had mm-hmm. these cards that they put credit card here, so we mm-hmm. would take. the be like, we're gonna have a credit card. We're gonna play store when we get home. Right, right. Mom's right. like, no, man. The police will. But you put so you in jail. I'm gonna. So I'm, they're innocent. gonna call the cops. And so we are there, like, and when you go to jail, you only get baloney and water. Ooh. Yeah, so that was the kind of shit they scared us with. It's like very minimalist living. You only, bologna <laughs> you only get bologna in water. only get And I was like, hey, no, I have to have spaghettias and frullos too. live on bologna alone. No. Bologna. No, man cannot. <laughs> man cannot live on bologna. But you can live on garlic bologna, which Linda Farmer, that's my mom, she'll tell you that. Garlic bologna? My mom loves garlic bologna. What the hell is garlic bologna? It's just bologna it's with garlic in it. But... Like, you buy it from the store? Yeah, Brian sells a, a brand of that. That's right. Brian Meats, everybody. So, let's hit up Brian, too. Um, all
0: right. keep running. This. We got Farmers Insurance. We got, we got Brian Meats. Yeah, dude, you going to have all the South listeners after this. I, 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 oh, we already talked about Chick-fil-A, too. Fuck em forever. Uh, fuck em forever. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? Guess what?
1: I don't care if you marinate in pickle juice, but I
0: do because I you don't have cramps. love nothing more than their delicious shitty fried chicken but i haven't eaten it in goddamn dude okay true confession on
1: the road sometimes when i'm on the road i can go incognito mm-hmm. to my queerness and so sometimes i'm like i'm just a john q J- J- jane q doe eating but i don't want my card revoked because i just you know nobody wants to punch on their a point off on their queer card That is um, so but Yeah, I love it. Do you
0: really, does that how you feel when you go in? Dude, it's not how I feel. My my
1: stomach, no, I don't feel ashamed. I am there. If I'm in a place, (gasps) I try to not be ashamed when Uh, I'm there. uh, Because after eating, you know, women, we get ashamed after eating anyway, right? No, I'm not like that. But yeah. No, I go, but I don't want to support it for, like, the reasons of conviction. Sure. I, you know, I think that it's the right thing to do probably uh if, if you're tied to any cause i mean i'm not gonna i have to be a purist in that, yeah, uh, I'm trying to be but I still you know no, I did panic and all that stuff
0: like I try to take care i try to i do i i feel like fifty to seventy five percent of the time I'm really good about. Like being conscientious, Mm -hmm. being being as conscientious as possible, and then that other like fifty to twenty five percent, I just it's just eat garbage. (laughs) Well, I think that's laziness. I will (laughs) claim it as laziness, convenience and laziness, and
1: the the the, you know the ease of that. It's also, I think, harder to eat
0: better for cheaper.
1: (sighs) Dude, thank you, and that's another topical topic. Uh, If you know people that have are on Facebook and all that bullshit, you see the Gwyneth thing about, you know, the goops, the goops and the eating, the family, uh, the family that eats on $30 a week. Like those struggles are real Poor. what if the goops like, okay, so, Oh, you don't know about goop. Okay. Uh Well, Gwyneth Paltrow runs a, um, website called goop and there's G O O P. Yeah, man. Gwyneth. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I did see her on Over. The only time I got to go to the Over show when I was in Chicago. Oh, fun. And It was her and Mario Batali. Fun! And I got to sit in the front row because I was with the baseball wives. Uh, the Hey, Aaron Romero! I hope you hear this. Uh, thank you, Aaron and JC, uh, for those tickets. Uh, but I sat with the wives of the of the Phillies at that time. No way! Yeah, and we all—they were like, "I hear you wear bright colored shirts," so I did, and. And uh, we were like, we got real close. And they we were on camera and stuff. Because like, they it's like fucking, so uh, you know, place the audience. They, Oprah likes to look good. And she does take her shoes off. People already know this <laughs> stuff. But I'm talking about to the Oprah <laughs> lovers out there. I'm trying to hit everybody. Uh, um, what is Goop? So Goop is uh, Gwyneth's like, website that she posts about her Pilates, oh. um, about her eating, about, you know, um, just about parenting and okay. things like that. Relevant Apple. articles. Yeah, I guess I'm not going to mention her kids' names. I don't do that. I'm just <laughs> <saying>. <laughs>
0: you're, you're not going to be the one to put. for the understand. Life. No, public. she does it. She does it to herself. Um, one, she of them, and Chris Martin splitzy,
1: right, dude? I don't fucking know. This is not Us Weekly. Um, <laughs> you're talking about Goop. <laughs> no, Come no, on, no, I'm this, not this not. is applicable. I'm, it is applicable. Well, we <laughs> she probably has a post on Goop about Chris Martin. We can and look his it up. Yeah, y'all look it up and let <laughs> <laughs> Mary Beth know. Email her. What's your email address?
0: Oh. Uh, <laughs> Skin. Okay, my Beth at nbsing.com. I wish that was real. It's not. Oh, you jokers whoever ever
1: started drafting that email. Um but yeah, so Goop is this thing that she does and she just tells everybody about like the nicest handbags and like $1,000. $1. But I think it's goop.com and it does probably stands for something. Going um to pouts. yeah, pouts. Uh but anyway, so this is a pretty well-known like mom blog. Mom <laughs> I don't mean it as a mom blog, but mm. as, like a lady blog. <laughs>
0: Yeah, just, isn't it weird they like, saying mom, mom blog is, like, demeaning somehow? I like don't... Mom, I, and it wasn't a, I, I Yeah, I'm saying it because I
1: think that there's that weird thing it of- has this- it's stigma. stigma. It does. The mom blog, meaning people need those things. Like, they're, where else do you turn for, like, information about that or hawking products? I mean, I have a thing. against mom blogs because of my time in consumer product goods because we had a couple of, like, kid items. And, you know, I respect anybody getting out there and, like, uh, writing for the masses or mm-hmm. this consumption about what they use. or mm-hmm. um, Anyway, so they would write to, you know, companies that would be like, oh,
0: we'd like to featured on the blog Mm -hmm. like the we had this uh that's part of that's part of that whole thing is that it's so retail driven
1: retail and that's the thing you don't you have to at some point if you're investing this this much time in something to you know get some return so anyway props to the moms that do that and i have no problem sending samples out you Mm -hmm. want to get the word out so whatever but yeah mom blogs here's the deal about it it's a very special audience and you have to really hold that in esteem and know where you're going through in the process that being said i'm not a mom <laughs> but i respect the hell out of my mother and any mother that raises their child with love and devotes that time that's a special uh, that's what i wanted to say as far as being able to say that sweet there's so special respect in that because i am Trying to just tell y'all how
0: I feel. I love it. So I, uh, I think, <clears throat> let's go, let's go back, let's roll back to um, the convictions of Chick Fil A. Yeah. Um, because I think that is so tied to Southern. Southern culture. All right, so here's,
1: so yeah, I'll start on that. We're all back to Chick fil A. (laughs) So we already talked about the conviction point of it, but Mm -hmm. I would like to speak on, you know, kind of why the conviction is there, okay? Mm -hmm. The, and I'll say this kind of runs in with our theme of being back in the South is you know being back uh six months now i've lived in chicago for nine years and then moved back um and it's very interesting first back of all to la oh the lower alabama that's what we like to call it, the redneck riviera we're talking about swamps we're talking about beaches all you gotta do is drive a little bit um so it's real pretty it's real pretty sales are going crazy um uh, but i can I, slip in and out of that
0: <laughs> or i oh, think was, i can no you know what's so funny is last 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 night, when we were talking, planeted stuff for today, uh, my friend Claire was in the room, and after we got off the phone, I was like, recounting some of the Mm -hmm. stuff you had said, and I said it in your (laughs) accent. And she was like, Oh, I was laughing so hard while you're on the phone because you're already slipping into a southern accent. And I was like, Man, it's just so hard to hear it without I, shooting it back. And it's yeah, man, and
1: the, the I realized how much I don't shoot it back, and I'm like, No, I have no accent. And uh-huh. then I said, "Something." what did I say today? But anyway, the eyes get longer. I get yeah. excited, you know. And
0: you've been you've been down there for you've been steeping in you it. You steep in it, man. And it does steep, and that's the And then and you think like you think like down there you don't really have Accent, and then you get back up here, and in in relation to everybody else's, you sound like well, not that's what I mean. Not
1: even like when I hear myself on recording, which I won't listen to this because of how I sound, no, I will listen, but it's like wow, um, how much commentary I get down there, like you sound like a Yankee. Oh my, oh yeah, And and it's not that I don't hear like the thickness as it comes, but. It's much easier to, you know, I don't know, assess other people. So then I'm mm. like, okay, they're like from Irvington, oh, <laughs> from Patrick, you know. <laughs> no, that no, he's from New Orleans. No, you know, he's Louisiana. You yeah, know, whatever. S-
0: South Carolina is like that too, because our coast is all way, you know, low, long, mm-hmm. low. And then you just got a bunch of fucking rednecks in the middle Dude, of the state.
1: and, well, rednecks. There's red, everywhere. David Cross does a bit about that. Yeah. And, you know, the redneck voice, but also my Arkansas people sound so much drier. I mean, there is a regional kind of... And I don't think I'd be able
0: to pinpoint an Arkansas accent. You would if you met them. It really?
1: It's so dry and creaky, you just feel the boring...
0: Really? no no, I, I was like <laughs> yeah. no,
1: really Gross. <laughs> no, no, I was glad I'm glad we didn't I didn't grow up in Arkansas. I was glad I grew up on the water, like mm-hmm. bringing it back to Gulf Shores, bringing it mm-hmm. back, and everybody down there is uh is republican and mm. very you know cons- very and I won't just say republican because my mom always hates when I talk about political things, but it's important because the uh, the holding of the viewpoint and people uh and what they give their money to politically. Talking about Chick Fil A, yeah, Um, and the support that they get for for the the things that they do as far as their. the wages they pay their workers and their training program and I think it's a fantastic business franchise. I under- absolutely understand. I mean it's that. like you said
0: even them like my pleasure stuff, you know, right. like there's yeah
1: my dad is a is a very conservative Republican and and fiscally too. And he ran it, so we moved down to Mobile, Alabama, because he, he started a business. And oh, wow. my dad is also a mechanically engineered trained. He was in the Air Force, worked on airplanes and no did, way. he's that guy. He can weld, he he's now a track coach in your of South Alabama I could not be more proud of him he went and got his he's got his degree and he's kicking ass and I am
0: I am a lot like my dad like you said earlier you are as well it's so funny my dad is also like conservative in in every sense of the word every sense of the word but he's He's come a really long way in the last, like, ten years, and he's yep. still coming a long way. It's awesome. It's really awesome to witness. A, and I am witnessing the same thing,
1: mom and dad being—I'm uh, so proud of them and proud of my dad. It's—the the conservative doesn't—it's not a changing of the mindset, but just how I've had to learn, because um, for me and what I identify with has been so— Closely tied to my family because my roots are very strong and I love my family. But I also, you know, am this individual that's forming, um, you know, those opinions and actually, you know, being a woman, being um, educated and knowing the privilege that I have um, to show to my parents and to see my dad. And and my dad is, I gotta give him props, but, you know, he's not as far along in his process, um, but he's listening and he's there for me and he he loves me. So, I that's, that's the important part, but it doesn't change the fact of where monies go and things like that. So I don't know. I'll bring that to a place where where we can you can do a ballerina spin or whatever. I feel like
0: I chat a lot. <laughs> no, no, it's good. It's good. Uh, so yeah, man. I think so. My dad recently. Um, I I've talked, I've spoken to this on the podcast before because it was uh, it was really important to me when it happened and it's kind of still happening mm-hmm. and I've told I've written the monologue about it that I've been performing with the Nerdlogs and stuff. Um, but my dad uh, he you know when I was I, I've been trying to talk to him about like... The concept of privilege and like the yes. concepts, of concepts like the concept of privilege and like concepts of like marginalization, the mm-hmm. things that, um things that like, I think people wouldn't even realize that, that that so many people. It's not that they're ignoring it. It's just that they don't even realize. That's not it, the way they think or talk.
1: I'm gonna snap to that, man. That's um, well, that's something I've been in close uh proximity and also observance of Mm -hmm. um as a you know an improviser as an artist as an actress as a performer those are all my plugs of what i am (laughs) um i'm looking at that and being back in a place for six months um you know getting up on stage and a little stand-up however cool those things and being able to talk about them how do you talk about them in a way and bring it in a way that isn't, um, I think with privilege, when you don't know that you have privilege, there is an immediate fear. There's an immediate um, response to any type of questioning of that privilege. Privileges is um, when you understand how they're given, when you understand how they're taken, and even in a granted sense, mm-hmm. um, and how you can not be grateful in a lot of different Respects, but but knowing where you are and where to see yourself, that takes a little bit of positioning and an understanding of personal viewpoint mm-hmm. that maybe hasn't been changed mm-hmm. in a long time. It yeah. hasn't been touched socially. Maybe hasn't been truly touched physically. Maybe hasn't even entered in. And the way that that truth enters into your brain, um you know, and the way that that happens. Um, can be jarring yeah it can be funny it can be it can be funny Mm -hmm. um and so i I don't know i feel a really close tie because i feel like a lot of the great people that um, i know and even the person that i have um you know had to understand as far as as a woman uh having to see that first and then a woman growing up in the south oh th- and we're then we're like calling into these role things mm-hmm. um you know we, we start talking about gender we start talking about sexuality we start talking about um religious affiliation start talking about a lot of um you know identifiers mm-hmm. for people um and you can you know you can be really crazy with semantics and then start talking about like uh other things that have to go along with that but i think at the level is uh you know being aware yeah
0: yeah and, and how do you raise that awareness exactly and and uh after having a couple of conversations with my dad about it that they weren't necessarily easy but that were like really Really eye opening for me. Can I ask how they like, went? Can you just, uh, really well, honestly? Like, well, like just in a oh, like, oh, 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 oh. detail wise, uh, because I know sure. I, I only hesitate to um, like share it just because I feel like I've been talking about it a lot. Oh well, then, but not not really on the show, just like in in, in general. Well, we don't um, have to. and I don't like talking. <laughs> I want you to talk, but yes, I, I briefly, <laughs> briefly. Um, so uh, right at Thanksgiving last year, um my uh i was down in atlanta because that's where my extended family lives um and uh we were watching the local news and you know thanksgiving was right after the uh ferguson grand jury decision and i'd read a lot about it on the way down um and like cried a lot and Mm -hmm. like felt a lot of empathy but also like a lot of feelings of like I can't know, like, exactly what this feels like. So, just, like, a lot of frustration. And, uh... And so... And I had... I just had a feeling. I had an inkling that it was going to get, you know... Uh, not necessarily, like, talked about, discussed... It was horribly, around in the... Uh, but it was around. It yeah. was in the air. It was in the, mm-hmm. in the zeitgeist. And, like, with good reason. Uh, you know? Like, yeah, absolutely. It needed to yes. be uh, talked about. It must be. It, it, it... Yeah. Um, so we're watching the news. They're showing footage of the uh protesters in Atlanta of of Ferguson and my uh and my dad just started making some like dismissive comments. Just very like, ugh, go home. Like, stop trying to be on TV. And nothing nothing hateful, you know? Just just yeah. a little ignorant. And yep. and I had to make you know, I had to make a choice. And I said I seriously doubt those people are there to be on TV, Dad. Uh-huh. And that didn't really work. <laughs> so, yeah. So he you made, tried the
1: joke. Well, mm-hmm. in the way that we communicate with our people. Yeah, uh, in exactly. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. tried that way first. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he made made another comment or two, and I, and I just kind of snapped at him. It was just like, it's a, absolutely absurd that this case won't go to trial, Dad. It's indicative of a, a huge, deeper problem. And this is all that these people know to do about it right now. So maybe we don't talk about it that way. And he, I think I really surprised him. Mm-hmm. Like, because I've never really tried, I mean, I grew up in a house where uh, I was raised Episcopalian. Mm-hmm. My parents are both uh, very religious, very active in our church. Um, they have a a beautiful loving church family Mm -hmm. Um, and and I think even going back and visiting them and and going to church with them, you know, being a Easter bunny, or (laughs) what is it called? Uh, Santa bunny, Santa Santa bunny, bunny. being a Santa bunny (laughs) and uh, going to church with them whenever I see them uh, and I've come to realize that their church community is better than the one that I grew up in, is tighter their priest is a a beautiful open-minded um just gracious gracious example for them and uh i could not be more happy about that um and uh (laughs) but when i was growing up um my dad was very vocal about like um marriage should only be between Mm -hmm. a man and a woman and a few other uh uh, things of that sort very Mm -hmm. pro-life Um, And and when those sort of things Started getting verbalized at a time When I started making my decisions About how I felt about those things And it was neither of those ways uh, I said to myself Well I'm not going to talk To my dad about these things anymore Because we disagree And he's opinionated And I don't want to do that So I just like shut it off for like 10 years And uh, opening back up The door was really scary and uh, I think it was like it, yeah like I said, I think it just kind of threw him off guard and uh, we talked a lot. he asked me a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. I tried to answer them to the best of my ability. Um, he honestly didn't know that much about uh, the trial and the shooting or anything he didn't understand, he didn't know that the grand jury decision was just that the case wouldn't even go to trial um, and he was like, wow that yeah okay like so so um, then it thank our. That was Thanksgiving. A few weeks later, I saw him again, uh, and we the conversation kind of went in the same direction, um, and it was like, again, you know, really even. Um, we talked, <laughs> we talked about uh, welfare because that's mm-hmm. another thing that was yeah, just like, yeah. is there, you know, like <laughs> just saying all, you know, so fiscally conservative, so like very staunch opinions on welfare. And I'm going, Dad, you know, like. Maybe, maybe consider it this way. And he's like, "Damn, like he just never thought about it." That's exactly right. So man. At, the end, and at the end of that conversation, I thanked him. I said, "Thanks for putting up with me." Mm-hmm. And he said, "Are you kidding? Thank you. <laughs> you, between our conversation at Thanksgiving and a priest or a sermon that our priest gave the following Sunday, you have truly opened my eyes." Yes. And he said. I don't get to talk to people like that in small-town South Carolina. I don't know anyone who has intelligent conversations like that. You and your friends should be overjoyed that you get to uh, have those kinds of, like, passionate, intelligent, informed conversations because you don't realize that not everyone gets to do that.
1: Dude. Uh, <laughs> so see, that's the story. I'm glad you told that story because I will, and that's uh, that's perfect. We are so similar, I will say. <laughs> I, uh, just, you know, to, like, get to a quick point and, and agreeing and sharing my experience with the same kind of things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we talked earlier about people. We're people people. Mm-hmm. And knowing that that's a... Um, the connections that we have with another human or that I take delight in. is not talking about the weather. Um, is not talk. It's I, yeah, maybe you can call it nosy or you can call it whatever. I think, I don't think it's nosy though. It's a genuine interest. It is.
0: It's like what I wanted. That's why I want to do the podcast. That's why it's called MBSing. I fuck the bullshit, man. That's exactly right, man. So fuck the bullshit for sure.
1: Um, on this, uh, Growing up, a very religious Church of Christ, Uh, for those of people that don't know, um, we're, you know, a New Testament established church, very similar to Southern Baptist. However, we do have a couple of things that are, uh, you know, it's very, very literal to the New Testament, meaning no music during worship because the New Testament church... There's no mention actually of musical instruments, only in the lifting of voices. Uh, uh-huh. We share, we take the Lord's Supper, uh, you know, which is like unleavened bread or, you know, matzo crackers. They're not matzo crackers, whatever they're, they are uh, wafers. Wafers, but not wafers. They're, anyway, we break them off and play it with a doily. <laughs> and uh, we pray. And um, then we have
0: grape juice. Uh, uh, and then we, we give an wafers offering. Wafers and wine, babe. Yeah, well, see, we
1: don't do no wine. See, we don't drink. We don't dance. We don't gamble. Damn, There's, it's very, so anyway, my dad is a deacon and he still is. Wow. Um, and so I will just say, uh, these conversations, um, I love that. First of all, what's your dad's name? Chris. Okay. Chris, I love that Chris what, gave you that confirmation that you shared it with me because, uh, that is a very special thing that I am grateful for. Also, now, Lundell, my dad is Lundle. not Lindell and Linda. Lindell no. Hey, stop. <laughs> Linda. And, and Linda. Linda. And they had friends that were like, you should name her Lynette. <gasps> oh. And I was, thank God mom, thank you. And they still, even after my brother was born two years later, was like, what about Lloyd? And they were like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> John, it's it's but already they, unfortunate enough. <laughs> but they did name him John, and then he did marry a lady named Jonna. Mm, no, stop it. No, not. but they got divorced, so, and I love Jonna. <laughs> Jonna love you. She's on 97.5 WABB, which I love her. She's a morning, she's, a DJ. she's a morning show host in Mopiville. Shut she up. She sure is. Right anyway, she's down. fantastic <laughs> and she does have... You can go. She's got the John and Johnna show. Her, John and John. That's her. Yeah, that's her co- John Marty. They're great. What? They're really good in the morning. And I love John and I have a niece. They they made a, gr- a little girl and they're a great family. Oh yeah, we were talking uh, yeah. before the Recording that you have enjoyed getting. Oh, dude, I love them. To Two form a nieces, with Ella and. Nieces. Well, I already had one because my brother and sister did a good job. I mean, like when they were born, it was very special. Um, since I'm the oldest, uh, you know, it's nice to have uh, them around, and they love Aunt Rachel. And I'm, I love, I love humans, even little humans, and I like to talk to them like they are. And I, I play. I'm a good. Barbie until I was 16. Oh, the most embarrassing
0: thing I had to share it. 16? Dude. I What'd you do with them? You pro- at that I point you, like them. made them have kisses, dude. I did that way before, but that was just like, <laughs> yeah, no,
1: I didn't even do that. No, they had like dance parties and they like oh, got stranded you on dance boats. But the Barbies. <laughs> no, I da- of course I danced, but I just it was more like a, my own soap
0: opera. No. There was
1: a lot of stuff involved. I usually played the Kins if I'm being hundred really percent the prettiest girl, and
0: it was all the Kins. Oh, did you have a midge? No, I had no, a midge. skipper.
1: Oh yeah, what the hell is a midge? She's read it Oh, uh, no, I man, I didn't have a bitch. <laughs> I should
0: have. No, I didn't. Maybe ask she it. came along later in the game.
1: Well, I don't know. I did have a fully um, culturally uh, sound group of Barbies.
0: I, I mean, I wanted my first. What was the? Uh, there was a
1: there's MC a, Hammer. I had him. <laughs> I had um, I had the Polynesian Barbie. I had. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I had a couple. I had a couple of uh, brothers and, and sisters. I was gonna uh, say. From, I believe
0: I had a Barbie. I had of black.
1: Color. I had a black Ken and black Barbie. I want. I mean, I had to. Everybody had to hang out. Good for you. So anyway, so I'll just say that if we want to bring it back around um, about awareness and stuff. But yeah, there is a lot of, there is a lot of... Oh, uh, Lindell. Yeah, Lindell. So we grew up, I, and I was uh, a, a proclaimed Christian um, and for a long time and very much
0: into the church. Very much so. This is the kind of church where you have to be saved and things. Yes, of that nature.
1: I think every church you should be saved. No, I, nah. I'm a, no, I was baptized and. No, I just uh,
0: meant that specifically, like. you yeah, know, I brought yeah, God I, into your heart. And yes,
1: and we were evangelical nature. in a way of spreading the God's word and um, you know bringing others to Christ and what that meant as far as the salvation um, sure. for them. So yeah, we definitely that was a part of it. Um, and the the interesting thing about the Church of Christ, uh, I say now, is how how, how rigid and um, important the steps are to becoming saved. Uh, there are five mm-hmm. steps, and like not just uh, I think. Seven Hundred Club, or any mm-hmm. evangelical t- televangelist, you mm-hmm. know, they'll say, you know, just uh, you know, everybody just pray with me now and ask God in your hearts, and that it, you know, that is part of it. But we there's a very scriptural reference of what to do um, as far as how to do it in the Church of Christ, and being baptized is one of them. Like actually being, you know, getting dunked, and um, go down to the river.
0: Or? Yeah, you can to pray. Uh, but you, <laughs> <laughs> do you study no, do you? about that good old? One? No. Uh but, no I mean literally, did you get do you have to like go outside and do the damn thing or Yeah
1: you can if you're like at like a Bible camp there's definitely a body of you know like yeah. uh, creek water that you can get in or a river but most church of Christ are outfitted with what I like to call the hot tub but what they like to call the baptistry <laughs> but they do they have a baptistry and it's behind some curtains behind the podium usually of wow. the, the preacher we don't have we call them ministers or preachers. They're not pastors um in the Church of Christ. Um in their male the leadership is always male. We have yeah. a preacher, then we have the a group of elders and then we have deacons. And all of these men um are elected by the church and the church, you know, is Basically, run by them, Um, and they work kind of in a checks and balances system in this way, in servitude of the church and of the church body. Then, uh, you know, we've got the women that usually are teachers or a part of a you know, some group called the Dorcas Circle. They, like, knit things for people. Dorcas? Dorcas. She, Z-O-R-C-A-S. You can look her up. It's a biblical reference, Mary Beth, the Episcopalian wine-drinking uh, we don't Christian. know the Bible. Yeah, see, yes. man, we had Acts 238. Oh, man, I know so many. We bodies. have a baptismal font. We just sprinkle water. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all are already California conservative. Um, no, no, we, man, we fill it up. You got to dunk.
0: Um,
1: man, yeah, so I was back baptized and like, and that was, um, you know, the, the purpose for my life, uh, you know, is in, in, uh, to serve God. And, you know, there are so many wonderful things that I I don't know when you have a good church family and you're, Mm -hmm. um, supported and you know, you having an open minded, um, priest, uh, I, I don't know if that's there yet in church of Christ. In fact, I know it's not, let me go ahead and say that it's not there for, um, that is a, uh, an extension of people, and that body uh, of followers, I will say, as the Church of Christ in whole, uh, and I, this is only because I was in it, those feelings and those beliefs are so close to hearts. Yeah. And that is, I will say, something that um, was hard for me to have to look at, to sure. start examining during, you know, you talked about the times that you started to question. Yeah. That was so hard for me because um, I think how much uh, scripture and the role of scripture and the word of God played into kind of a way to live your life or the way to live your life. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, my dad still believes those things. And those are like, uh, if maybe absolutely, you know, vulnerable and real about Mm -hmm. I respect, my dad respects me and I respect him and he loves me and I love him. Mm -hmm. But the way that his uh, beliefs right now and his tie to the church and his, you know, serving of the church, you know, it's still not an area as far as like you know, who I am and my sexuality. And I think that those things being tied to other people, if we want to bring it all back around, is um, how you see people and what you understand about your privilege. Like sometimes those cut at things that are, or touch things that are very close to you. And unless, you have someone to discuss with. You're actually having to witness, and someone can show you with a mirror, or yeah, you're able to be reached the the ability to be reached, and how many times that will happen is very slim mm-hmm. to people that keep it closed for a you know a way of that's the way that they've structured their life and what mm-hmm. they do every
0: day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so, and and the people that they surround themselves with, yes. And-
1: and and the the true place that they go to be vulnerable and i you know i feel lucky to have felt like i worshiped and was close you know with a higher being and that mm-hmm. being something that i don't i don't feel foolish about it's mm-hmm. because he, people um, can talk about ignorance as, as be it's foolishness um and that can be turned around too for people saying oh that well that's foolishness of you um you know whatever you decide as your truth and that baseline of it your openness and your ability to um and i'll say open your heart
0: yeah <laughs> because
1: that can go across planes love can go across planes of um of that and being uh stripped to a point where that's all you know how to do to you know for the people in Ferguson or anybody that is marginalized that doesn't have a voice mm-hmm. or you're a person that realizes where you fall on that line as far as privilege and knowing that it's just opening a dialogue and talking yeah, yeah. and that's what uh I you know has been instructed to do I, and has been done for me man like I came from a place of ignorance. Yeah. To have it, o- my mind open, and God, God, I worked, tried to work I was really so fast. Funny.
0: I almost like I was about to talk to you about like what that was kind of like. Yeah, because that transition must have been really like kind of earth shaking
1: oh and it continues to shake the yeah, aftershocks yeah, yeah. Are like i had a lot of pictures up on the walls that got <laughs> shaken down off sure. and now you know deciding how i want to decorate uh <laughs> you know and you know when that next quake will come or whatever Ooh, you know I it's not it. like yeah, that hey, yeah yeah,
0: yeah. um <laughs> uh, but i definitely went through that dude I'm feeling like maybe you don't want to buy a bunch of nice things if your it's just also, gonna shatter yeah, again. Also, yeah. also this house yeah this is gonna be the love shack like yeah, yeah right. Yeah. It's like, do you, do you want to invest in a condo or just dude, <laughs> or move off that damn fault line and yeah, then get, get a get house and
1: know how to assess a foundation and that's, that's what you no, do. So like, I mean, yeah, we're we're doing things with tongues and cheeks, but like it's true. It is, it's dude. Really I'm the true. metaphor fucking checks, <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't do so, get the fuck out because we're Valerie intolerant. That, that's right. That's right. Get your tech tonic plates okay you're all on Pangea Pangea, Pangea whatever however I, I would say have said it. Gia yeah Gia and I, I say with you okay thank you well I don't know some people are like <laughs> she said Pangea. she's talking about Pangea
0: <laughs> she means Pangea she means what's the Hunger Games one pen pan, pen it Pan Pan Am is it Pan Am Pan Am Pan Am Pan Am -Am. I was like Pan Am Mm Air and Pan Am the uh, the, airplane company
1: (laughs) yeah the old airplane company I'd love to have a vintage bag so (laughs) who else can I no it's fine
0: they're not even you literally said in the quote plug that it doesn't
1: exist anymore (laughs) no I know it's not there I was no it doesn't exist but some people have like a vintage clothing store Mm. I was trying to think of that right 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 Plato's
0: Closet no (laughs) (laughs) see Plato's Closet the, well, no, that's like a national chain. I forget. It that. is
1: a national chain. Yeah. I don't know any shop locals, but I'm sorry. Um, to the
0: I can't remember what this episode is sponsored by. But I wish you. Could. I really do have sponsors. I know, man. I'm trying to. Uh, it's associated with the uh, Chicago Podcast Co-op. That is cool. Which I am a part of. I gotta throw a little
1: love to that Chicago Co-op, man. It's, that's love. I love. Really cool. I love co-ops, and I love. I love the works that you're doing, and I really do. If I may say that just as a... You're take a, a breath in. But... Joy. You're a joy. You're a joy, 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 joy. joy, joy down, down in my heart. heart. Where? Where? Down <laughs> in my heart. Okay. Where? Down in my heart. <laughs> so we would just clap to that. We did not have any accompaniment <laughs> at all in our frames.
0: My dad, when he would wake us up, uh, he would either say... He would either sing... um uh What's the. Uh, this, yeah, uh, rise and shine and give God glory. The glory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rise you, yeah. and That's shine right.
1: and give God, God glory glory. It would either be
0: that or, uh. He. I guess. I think this is a thing that he just. He made up. What? It was, uh. Oh. <laughs> I just realized.
1: <laughs> I was doing this little line of mine. For uh, well, For you guys that can't. Yeah, I was just telling her to hide it under a
0: bushel. No! Okay. Come on, let it. Chan. He would do, um. It's he would sing to the tune of the rabble. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's time to took it up. It's time to get up. It's time to get up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and it's time to get up. It's time to get up right now. <laughs> and it made me That's lovely. Infuriated. <laughs> oh I bet it did. I
1: have always hated oh. getting up and that is. Dude, and that is so with I um, bet your dad post- has a booming voice. He does, lovely. Like, he does. And that is just like you can hear that low. He loves bass. to hear his own booming he voice. Of course he You don't? <laughs> oh. <laughs> busted. Oh, oh, oh! Busted! Straight up busted You'll in a love way. Charged. Chip Just off kidding. the old block. Chip off the old Chris. Chip off the old Chris. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I'm a chip off the old Lindle. Uh You know, talking to him about that stuff um, is, is funny, too, because he... Ha- he- He's had to see me. Like I am like him. I'm like, dude, I'm your the wildness in and, that. And I think that's the thing. I
0: think that's the only way that that mentality gets shaken. Is it's when al- someone close to you, someone that you love. It's that's
1: I think that's how it was for my mom for sure. And she has you know, she's not quite as I'm going to use this because I've been trying to make it my band name for years. Calcified anger machine. Um, she's not quite as, um, calcified. In it. She's a little bit more fluid and has been able to come that's back so and, and re- be in touch with. You are speaking.
0: My, like, I know. That's what
1: my mom is like too, man. And you know, and I feel like I'm, I have my little brother. So coming back and being at all adults and he's got a seven year old and my brother, you know, he's, my number one comedy bro, like he was born to be my comedy bro. Mm-hmm. And we did so much stuff, and then having, you know, as kids and you know, grew up in a real nice childhood. I loved our childhood because we played all the time, played just all kinds of shit. Capture the flag, flag football, baseball, you know, we made a game called Andy and D over. It's Andy, um, Andy, Andy, Andy over, and you stand on one side of the house, and you throw the tennis ball. Whoever catches the tennis ball has to try to get to the other side, the plane of the house, without being tagged. And then you send teams around, and then whoever's tagged, you get if you get to their side with, with you know with the tennis ball, then you get a point. And then you, Andy, Andy over, and then it's thrown over to the other side. Anyways, a lot Sounds of different... Sounds like a blast. It's a strategy game. It's a strategy game. <laughs> it's, it's, a strategy strategy game. <laughs> it's a strat game. Uh, we, made, we played a lot of games. We played a it's lot uh, of Cash like, of the Flag. It's pretty European. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I'm That was the worst. I didn't do an accent. But yeah, we could play it in Italy. But anyway, you have to have a house that you can run around both sides on. If there are shrubs yeah, or fencing, be careful. It. I've been clotheslined by a clothesline trying to scare kids out of goddamn uh the namesake yeah some may say yeah man i was i was like running i was like fucking ass to i scared kids on a hayride clothesline fucking red line across my forehead people were like i was like i gotta get my clothesline it laid me out too like <laughs> my uh
0: i was like so my friend Mary helen lived down the street from me Uh, our moms worked together, uh, and we were a year apart in school, so we were just like Tight. So, 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 so tight. She didn't have any siblings. My brother's five years older than me, so like... You guys are playmates. We were attached to the hip, you know, like, hang out most days after school kind of friends. And, uh, we both had, you know, we both had dogs, we both had woods around our house. You know, like, we'd go find shit to get into, build little forts and teepees and bullshit and... We didn't really have a big group of friends, but all the stuff we are talking what, about... Dude, was, that's yeah, how we
1: ran I, around the hood. And we had a big Leah and little Leah. Really? Uh, yeah, Yeah, we had... Two Leas. Two Leas. Big we and had, little. We had two, yeah, we had big Leah and little Leah. Uh, <laughs> Leah and Lauren lived across the street. We all had dogs, you know. Did
0: everyone you knew... Have an L name? <laughs> no,
1: no, no way! Jesus. I had John. I had John's my brother. Yeah, Sarah's my yeah. sister. Hey, we're outside, by the way. Do we? Really, know, do we tell doggies.
0: everybody? I don't right? know if we did. Maybe at the very top. Oh. I think I did at the very top. Okay, I, I like, didn't I know when you were rolling
1: in or anything. We'll see. Yeah, I know how you're gonna we'll cut see. this up and use
0: it. That's a good point. That's a good point. But we it, are outside. That's why there's a little doggy barking.
1: Yeah, and maybe you heard some planes. Um, some I'm one. getting to have some nicotine refreshment, so I got to give props for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but dude, yeah, we. Ran and we, did, and we did that. We had um, bikes for our transportation. Yeah, like, yeah. Blue Powerade was my drink. You know? <laughs> We'd we ride up to Fuel. Junior Yo, yeah, Y'all, y'all want to ride up to Junior Foods? All right. <laughs> and then, and then we'll, can we go across the tracks? Yeah, we'll go across. But that was like dangerous stuff. Yeah, but we, we had- When we were older, Big Leo was a little older. She drove first. She's like four years. But she was like the only big sister I'd ever had. But oh, we cool. had a bunch of kids that, that we played the street football, like, we mm-hmm. played all the games. Yeah. We played capture the flag at night. I mean, we really did. So growing up there, that's what we did. I mean, we we were out. We had woods. I mean, I love, I had throwing knives, ninja stars. Yes. We'd break into sheds and get machetes out. You know, we yes. cut down shit. Um, so, yeah, I, that <laughs> kind of childhood, we were just out in it and uh-huh. able to do that. And definitely, I'm a
0: tomboy. Uh, oh always yeah, have been. that I think that was really what bonded Mary Helen and I mm-hmm. is that we were both like died-in-the-wall tomboys. And y'all
1: got to do that too, and y'all had enough you know y'all got to run together mm-hmm. as long as you got your partner and oh yeah it's
0: still safe with that too i think or you know so. i think for sure yeah 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 for sure uh, it she had a trampoline so oh, we, would always, yeah. we would jump on the trampoline both of us had basketball hoops we
1: like. had yeah we had a gazebo we had a basketball hoop which was dirt for like a, all 18 years okay this is the only <laughs> shitty thing i'll say this so i lived in grand bay until uh i graduated high school in Mobile, Alabama at Mobile Christian, and dude, I, my parents moved, like, a block away from the school, just as I was going to college, no way, yeah, dude, and, but my basketball goal that I, like, fucking learned to shoot the the hoops on, which, you know, I played college basketball, was dirt, I think you've told me that
0: before, and I was like, no shit,
1: dude, yeah, and so I played, where'd you go to school, University of Mobile, okay, yeah, it was a
0: Mm. Oh. So as uh, Furman was Baptist affiliated in until '92. Uh, well, thank God, because look at that man. Do you
1: see what Jimmy Carter said? Do you see that? Did you read that article? I don't think so. Why he. A lost his religion. It's all about women's rights. We don't have to talk really? about really. Yeah, dude. The no reason and he shit. used to, you know, he used to be a part of the Southern Baptist Committee. He told, oh he my god, about I his, have to look this up. Look it up. It's because it's an interesting viewpoint on what, why he, you know, and the the title, like you know, the kind of snag line that you see trending on Facebook is like why I'm lo- why I'm losing my religion. You know
0: what? I think I did see somebody, a couple of people, like post about
1: it, but yeah. I never read it. Well, it's interesting. It's just anyway, it talks about him leaving the Southern Baptist. Baptist and um, and just that. Then fucking good for him, man. They, well, they're and they're if that's in just, a, how he feels. Well, Furman left in '92, though. That's yeah, good. Yeah, 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 and so, yeah, Mobile I mean, is it's definitely still, a very, still a part
0: of. Well, There's still a chapel on campus. It's still a very religious right. school, but yeah, yeah. They, they bailed. They, I, they knew it wasn't.
1: I was surprised I went there. If, if I can be 100 percent honest, really? I got a yeah, I got a, I got a scholarship for basketball, and I had made a tape of like i was super into basketball i loved the game i loved it and uh if i really wanted to play i played like d1 um because i went to all the camps but i would have changed high schools and i had the opportunity in mobile to do that but my parents lived out kind of far and then when they moved like i would have needed to be kind of in the county limits or whatever to play to you know Pay for play at a private school. Still yeah. went to a private school, but the competition wasn't um, quite as. But I ran point in high school, and then
0: I played high school basketball. What good. you
1: pl- What position?
0: Uh, I was a guard, guard. but I, I was point for a couple games because our point fell out. You
1: should have got kicked up your. Uh,
0: I wasn't ball good. handling, you soccer could've... was always my sport. Oh, see, okay. basketball I just it played out. in the off season. It a little was bit fun. still, I went to a math and science school, so like Aww. if you wanted to play and had like a pulse, you could play. Yeah,
1: well, I see. I I tried to be elite in some things. Like my dad is a track coach now. Yeah, right. sold his business a couple years ago. I mentioned that earlier, but um, we always pushed hard. And like in Grand Bay, I remember the first time as a fourth grader running the mile. And my dad, like, we were ran the night before, I think, because I asked him. And he was like, no, you can do this. And I was, I finished fourth, and I was the first girl. And yeah. I, like, a, I busted my ass, and I got to drink Gatorade after, yeah. you know. But then I got that kind what of, like. Was it blue flavor? No, nah, you it was <laughs> it was lemon lime. When I go Gatorade, I go lemon lime or orange. Powerade was, like, just a phase. Because this mm. made by the Coca-Cola
0: company. I was going to say, it's a southern thing.
1: It is, yeah. And it's, but it is made Even by.
0: Cut. Gatorade got started in Florida. Florida's not the South.
1: <laughs> Yo, it- Thank you. Gainesville, Danny Moore, I did see him last night. That was funny. But um, I will give a shout-out to the, my, my Florida people. Uh, Jameson is, too. But um, but Florida, yeah, they started there. Gatorade started there. Gatorade. Um, and Gatorade was, like, the first sports drink yeah. with electrolytes and stuff. But anyway, yeah, got to drink that. That was a motivator for me. Right. got Tomboy. That's a sports drink. Yeah. I was addicted to it.
0: Um, I but, remember but then, in, like, a, one of those, like, uh, we they built at our elementary school a new little, like, playground. But it was kind of all, like, uh specific like you know you could test like how high you could jump oh, like, like a
1: vertical thing yeah like, like they had like a presidential vertical jump thing fitness type that's
0: thing. the thing it was kind of like the presidential fitness test but we never did one that like rigorously but everybody had to go through and like try all the stuff yeah and they had um they had um uh big posts that had like grips on them yeah that you'd grip it behind your head and uh lift up your legs so they're like like wall we'll sits but your whole you know oh your yeah. own whole body weight with your uh abs and yeah stuff. um and i remember <laughs> so we like everybody got a chance to do it and uh and my coach coach farah was the <laughs> best coach he went Farrah. on to become he went on to become the uh principal while i was in like high school okay. and i thought it was the fucking best he was <laughs> like he was my man like he got me you know he saw like he got I, your. That, at, I, I like. God bless those people in your life. You know, when you're growing up and like mentors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, you don't even get you, but they get you. That's the best way I can put it. Is like best way to put it, the, man. That like, God bless the adult mentors in my life, and I still have them, and I still Same am so thankful. Here for them. again,
1: another similarity with us. Uh, I have had those people. And thank God they were there. Yeah. They saw in me, and I have, and I will say, a lot of our church family that yeah. took time with me saw my personality, that's a good encouraged, point too. Yeah. And, and, and I have been such a lucky person to have had that in every phase and continue to have. I
0: I, I totally, absolutely relate to that. We're so similar in so many mm-hmm. ways. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, Coach Ferris saw that in me. He thought I was dope as hell, and like, I was his little buddy. He probably I, tried hard too. And that's I did. Man. That I, but like, I, but I try. It, it, I mean, if somebody's gonna do that for me, then I'm gonna do that for them. You know what I mean? Like, if some, if I have, if somebody sees that in me and respects me, then I'm gonna give them a thousand percent. So he uh, he noticed that I was really good at the like hangy hangy wall sit, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And me and this kid that I played soccer with, Jeremy Johnson. Oh, JJ. Um, was He was also really good at it. And, uh, like, when we went through, we were the two that could, like, do it for the longest. Yeah. So, so Coach Fair was like, all right, JJ. And he did call JJ. JJ and MB. Um, like, hang it. And so he made us like do a hang up, and I beat him. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, (laughs) man, that's right, dude." Yeah, yeah. Those moments, like you just don't—you don't fucking fifth grade. That's right. You
1: still remember, and the power, dude. You never forget the power that you feel in those two. Yeah, I uh, I have feelings and know those times in my life as markers that I can Mm -hmm. feel as well. I was super into Taekwondo before basketball, and. Was aggressive. I mean, I was just aggressive. I mean, how my parents said I could take Taekwondo was. They said, well, if you can stop, like, beating up on your brother and sister for That's a week. because so we were bad But I mean, we all, we hit back and forth. Come on, we're all two years apart. Yeah. And so, like, growing up in a household like that, my dad watching Van Damme, Bruce Lee movies, you know, action movies. Uh, and get, getting into watching the, the Alabama World Tide. Oh, you know it. <laughs> I still yell at the TV. I can only do it for them. Don't we all? Um, they make me happy. I mean, they may, they make you die, too, God, yeah. for the Ohio State this year. Ooh." But anyway, guess what? We're getting back into it. We got to. We got a new season, new year. Coach, say. I mean,
0: but also like uh, Todd Gurley breaking my heart. and oof, breaking his knees. I know. And
1: Nick Chubb being. No, oh, I know. The best. I do I hate. Like it. That. I hate it.
0: I don't like when people get hurt. And also sucks, man. I, mean, I can and leave girly, it Gurley's was so like heartbreaking too, because mm-hmm. there was all that NCAA bullshit. Kids just trying to make a buck I for know. being a good football player. Look, it's and
1: college football. Like, and I'll say this for college athletes. I was one in AIA, but it still was yeah, like they Yeah, didn't you think about
0: that? You can kind of speak to this. Oh,
1: what's the Yeah, Man, you're when you sign your life away for that thing and for how much money sponsors are making off of those games, like I cannot fault it. Now my dad being actually an NCAA coach right. that has to abide by recruiting rules for Division mm-hmm. 1 track and field. I mean, I remember like taking all that shit uh like and taking letters in and sending like I mentioned sent out my tape. Ultimately, selling selling on University Mobile for some, for, you know, for reasons that felt right to me. But athletes, they're not paid money and they're made money off of. Mm-hmm. And so I watched uh, real Sports with Brian Gumbel recently mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. injuries, okay, mm-hmm. and how the NCAA does not, uh, you know, they have a very interesting position. Uh, and now seeing my dad go through and start talking about the legislation or anything that. Is sanctioned by the NCAA regarding E. My dad taught. We talk a lot about strength and conditioning because I used to lift a lot um, and was certified as with the American Council on Exercise as a personal trainer. Um, yeah, dude, we talk about. I didn't it. realize that. Yeah, dude, I knew that was on. When your, I moved up I knew here, that was on your list. Well, when I moved up here, that's what I did. That's how. I, you were a first My major. first, yeah, first yeah, job. I, I worked for five years at a gym before I moved up here all through college. I trained at the same. My I trained at the gym that my dad did, starting in eighth grade, um, at Jason's Fitness. I worked for this guy for forever, and he's still. I mean, he's still in Mobile. He has a cable access show, and he's crazy and hilarious uh, and a motivational speaker. That and incredible. He is, but <laughs> my Jason Green. Uh, Look him up and Jason I will send you this podcast Now you're always asking me to send YouTube videos but sorry man Uh, (laughs) But yeah dude my dad Started working out there because my dad used to think He was funny on the radio and Then I started Working out there because I wanted to shoot threes as an eighth yeah. grader, knowing, and so, so I was, I grew up in that gym. I, when I started lifting, when I started, um, you know, performance, kind of um, being aware of my performance and how to get better and get stronger, get faster, um, I did did it there. And so I, after I worked through there through college and, you know, trained people, and then I got my certification before I moved to Chicago and then worked at fitness gold coast when i first moved here so
0: what do you how did you navigate like didn't people give you shit about that about what about being so such a like tomboy and not wanting to like fit into those gender roles Mm. i feel like that's such a southern thing
1: it is uh it's not it wasn't for me because my dad was the kind of guy that wanted it. He was like, w- girls can do anything. Guys, like, I good, I hit as good, hard good, as good, other girls. Like, good. I would hit as hard as dudes. Just yeah, like yeah. you would hang there longer. Right. When I was yeah, like, I'm not trying to... No, no, yeah. no. I am go- I know we're clarifying. It's good. It, I would come with it. Um, I never knew that there was a limitation. And only until puberty when you start, are like, oh, that's when guys get stronger. Mm. Oh, that's why I can't play football. Mm-hmm. Or that's why I'm not going to play football. Right. Um, so I didn't really get shit because I was like... Uh, Oh, you want to roll? You want to throw? Let's throw. Like, oh, you want to play one-on-one? Let's go. Like, we're going. Yep. Right. You want to go? I'm going to give you a run for your money. Um. So that was never something that came in. Like, once I started looking at it from a fitness standpoint, and when you start taking people on and understand the physiology of the human body you start you recognize very quickly the assessment of injuries you recognize quickly that you know I was aware of my own body in yeah. that way in a power and a pushing and in awesome. an athletic sense so that's an easy that was I can connect through physicality mm-hmm. as quickly as I can with talk or personality or a smile yeah. uh, that was something that I understood taught me through sports taught me through like there's a difference between being angry and making contact and Lashing out, for than sure. in the difference of, I am shooting for the you know this specific goal or, you know for whatever in a physics way. So that wasn't hard for me. That was an that that was taken care of easily. Now the roles outside of that yeah, place sure. are that's when it started to get all. When fucked it was hard to navigate for me, yeah, and I navigated. I was mirrored, you know. I was enough of a um, understanding uh, how people act, knowing how to behave. My parents, you know. We we're were we loud people. We're wild people. <laughs> yeah. We're physical people. But we're also loving and kind and got hugs and kisses. Now, they don't talk about it all the time. Yeah, sure. But you... Um, tough love. Yeah, tough. But also, you know that there's love there. There's yeah. no question of that. There was no question of how that could be... You know, lost or anything like that. Yeah, but there's definitely a motivational factor in, like, being able to divorce that and be like, push through this. Mm -hmm. Help someone push through this. Uh, You know, and watching people train and watching how they see changes in their body that, you know, the same way that we eat food, use it for energy, and the same way we exert energy and build is the same way... uh, far as a timely process it all takes time and so mm-hmm. knowing how to you know people are paying you for a service of like training so mm-hmm. so no i mean i think it, being a tomboy athletic uh person you know someone that understands like actually the game and you know football or baseball or just having played those things you just there's a language that you can establish for sure quickly there's a denominator it's that's easy
0: i still operate that way i always I still, operate that. it's a, like that's what i'm saying like it's still so easy to to find common ground with people or I stuff still like
1: that it's weirdly now they've become these tools that you know I've not forgotten about I can yeah. talk about a lot of different things and be a lot of different things um
0: yeah sometimes that's what makes it the hardest part yeah that's what's what, next it's like saying it's like going back to that like they knew who I was when I didn't know who I was oh Jesus yeah it's, and uh Yeah, when you feel like you can be a lot of things. You can be a lot of
1: things and things that you can actually say and be like, oh, I was a trainer. Like some people are like, oh, when they hear I used to they're like, train me. And I'm like, yeah, those are the hats that you wear. You still know how to do them, but they're also, there is a part of you as those people are. And as we continue to grow into different phases as mm-hmm. as that evolves we evolve mm-hmm. um you got to bring it all along mind body connection that's mm-hmm. the thing that you know i'm trying to get good
0: at <laughs> yeah that's hard especially were you performer at all when you were growing up um performing like
1: uh, i wasn't encouraged like no stage stuff very much
0: um i mean all the stuff you've talked about like you wouldn't have if you were that serious of an athlete, there wouldn't have been time for uh,
1: right. Well, anything else. and there wasn't. Um, when I, I in college was the first time I actually started getting up and doing performance. Actually, the first time I ever went to Mobile on my visit after I was like, yeah, I signed there. Um,
0: I was going to be a theater major. No shit.
1: Yeah, but I knew immediately. Like, I, I first of all, I had no clue about. What was your major? Uh, p- uh, communications concentration in public relations, I minored in English. Um it was like, whoa Auditions? What the fuck? Oh, that's so oh, and funny. I, and they were all doing that, and then it was like, no, 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 Rach, you have two a days. <laughs> oh yeah. And it was, Shit. and it never yeah. happened. And I think I was always the, cl- I mean, I was always the clown. Yeah. I was I was, you know, that person. So You're a performer. I was always a, a performer. Yeah. And I got up there. I was SGA president. I, you know, was homecoming queen. I was uh, in front of the school enough, and like, I was the l- prom queen, dude. Ah, we didn't have a prom. We couldn't <laughs> dance
0: at my church of Christ school, <laughs> but we had banquets. We didn't have homecoming at my math and science. That is the saddest because we didn't have a football team. Well, I tore up homecoming week. I was the mascot. We had a we called it uh, well because it was a residential school. Yeah, but Uh, what about the mathletes? We called it homegoing week because you have to stay at the school for the first, like, month without... They, like... Because they want people to get close and, like... I think that's so smart. It's super smart. And they're afraid that, like, when you go, kids will get scared and just go home every weekend and they, like, force kids to stay Well, they're right. Kids are little sissies. Right. So, Um. like, after after months or... uh, maybe like six weeks. I don't know. You have homegoing week, so I we like still get like a little spirit week. You still oh, dress cool. up. That's you know, cool. Like okay. Superhero day. See,
1: well, we had cetera.
0: that. That see, we rolled My brother and I were like we thought we were the
1: Cole Sandella SNL characters back then. It was a, they were yes. hits. They were hits. Um yes. But yeah, we had that that of was. Of course, you did. I love school spirit. I really do. It, uh, that's why I still love sports fans. Like I can be removed from SEC football. Like I can talk about talk big game, but at some point, like the conversation just got to move. Like I don't. Always I always want to wear memorabilia, mm-hmm. um, but I always want to have it licensed mm-hmm. by, um, mm-hmm. I, But I always want it to be um, by, uh, new a new era. new <laughs> era. <laughs> We're going to get us some rims. We're going to get some rims. Lids. it's a hat store. Please,
0: always. please, <laughs> please. Um, so, uh, always. Oh, my hat size is 7 and 5 eighths. Um, I have a very oh, large hat. I have a very
1: small <laughs> head. so what's the youth size that you have in the coolest <laughs> styles? <laughs> <laughs> and I will cut the lining out I'll cut your lining out I'll give you a nice southern made hat You send me a hat I'll make you a good southern lot. Cut, li- cut the lining out Dude, okay So my brother used to have this business In high school And he would cut Stop. the lines out of The game you Remember the game hat Some people used to have like Cocks across You yeah. remember the game Okay so those are very... They're, like, they're white? Yeah, they're white, and they get dirty, and all the frat boys have them. And uh, sweaty and Yeah, they've disgusting. fallen out of, um, out of, they're not a la fashion, mode. Right. Right, yeah, yeah. yes, they've fallen out of fashion a little bit, um, but the hardcore, uh, people that mow their lawns on Saturday still wear them. Oh, yeah, yeah, No, yeah. and if I had one... And I, they're, and the brims, the are, brims are curled like, so much, they're practically touching, yeah. you can, pull, touching, you can yeah. put that in a coffee cup or with <laughs> rubber, but my brother used to get this fabric softener, cut the linings out, but anyway, you can shape your hat so oh, it's like... Oh, so it fits your head yeah. like a dream. And, yeah, and I have a fitted
0: Alabama hat that I wear a lot. I have. You've seen me wear that yep. dumpy Braves hat. Yeah, yeah I still and wear it. You've
1: seen my, and you've seen my hat probably. You I think seen, so. Yeah. Always wear yeah, yeah. it in annoying softball games, which is yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> wearing an annoyance <laughs> yeah. jersey yeah, as wearing, we speak. I'm yeah. wearing an Atlanta
1: shirt oh, as well. <laughs> I'm wearing my number 11 jersey. I'm giving back to Mark Sutton. I love you. I uh, Wish I could play this year. I'm going to be sad to not play. But uh, well, but having done idea. all that stuff, I mean, shoot. Uh, Yeah, but anyway, I'll shape you a hat. Uh, after the Braves one, um, but anyway, it's hard to find
0: your hats. But um, what did he charge for this service? I
1: don't know, probably a six pack of beer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hiding in the back cave—that's what we call the loft of the garage. But, yeah, you'll have to come down and come swimming. We've got to, we got—we do. Have, I'm living with my parents right now. They have a pool, and it is the pinnacle of comfort. But uh, right, I'm moving on Sunday, all of my stuff out of storage, and so making steps. So I'm excited. It's that's all good. It's glad. I'm glad to be here and glad to be back so was well, you going to be in the
0: south for a while or do you know um
1: What's... I don't know man I, I, a while there is some time I'm going to uh, make home with uh, my lady friend Miss Ashley um, we'll yeah. she lives in Texas right now but anyway so we're so I'm doing a lot of personal Lame. stuff I don't think I
0: even realized that
1: yeah so yeah it sucks right now but uh, south for a while I've got to get some things like just squared away as far as what I want to do next direction for art um and then also, for like where I want to make my next chapter of my life you know Chicago was a wonderful, beautiful chapter And the growth that I got to see in nine years, and the people that were around like a crazy after place, and I gotta get just throw back to what your dad said about you know after having those real conversations, I do miss that mm-hmm. the concentration of humans that are here
0: farmer <laughs> i I I bet you remember this, because I feel like I've even talked to you about it since it happened. Uh and I talked to um Emily Fightmaster about it yeah. when she did the podcast. Uh she talked about feminism in comedy. Yeah. It was so good. She's so great. I can't wait to listen to it. She's in the go back. I um, agree.
1: I like Fightmaster. I'll give her props. She's in Amsterdam, so I hear yeah. uh, yeah, so alright. Shout
0: out from this side of the pond. What up, girl? Um, she uh I I was wearing um I had just been—I think I came straight from working out to a uh, rehearsal at the Annoyance, mm-hmm. and I was wearing, you know, fucking track pants and a long sleeve uh, like goalie shirt or jersey, and that same <laughs> shitty Braves hat. Yeah, and uh, and so many people had like given me shit about it that like had just been like, I think—I mean, g- God bless Jimmy Page, but I think I walked into rehearsal yeah. and he was like. Nice lesbian tuxedo, or something like that. Pannington, and uh, I and love I was that like, guy Fuck yeah. you, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love but him. But me and I, you are, I, I know uh, him well, and I love him. I well. love him so 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 much and he's another person he came to mind when we were talking about just like cutting straight to like actually having a conversation i played his mother in a show
1: that he wrote and i it's still an honor to this day that he asked me and he he said that um
0: jimmy of nazareth Nazareth. yeah dude and 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 and, dude that was just i can't imagine i wish i had seen that show especially knowing what i know now about jimmy and, and how how good he is and and what his journey has been like, and and he, I literally the other night, I was I was like kind of asking him for advice because something came up. And dude,
1: well, and bring it back around because he's one of the people that I see like you. Yes, and we always have the same baseline, right. non BS. Yeah. We get to it, and the nerve is there, and it's beautiful. Yeah, and I
0: he touched, he definitely he touched a nerve the other night. And uh, and I was like, "Hey, I'm sorry for like kind of, you know, unloading this." And he was like, "No, f- are you kidding? No. This is the kind of shit I want to talk about." He's such and a I was pro. like, "Oh, yes. Fuck, yes. You're the best." So, <laughs> to cut, yeah, so Jimmy Jimmy gave me shit and I was in a place where that wasn't that didn't sit well. And it wasn't for any other reason that it just if fuck, man, if I was gay, everybody would know. I'd be like I'd be the gayest person around. And uh it just bummed me out that People would think that I would be disingenuous about that. It's hard because I was
1: disingenuous about right. that. That's a place that, and not for anything that I could do. Uh, the, uh, as, as much as we've always spoken on that, because, I don't know, I'll cut to what you're going to say. Yeah, I think right. on that, yeah. we'll will cut through the BS on that is, you know, we've talked about that a lot at di- different times. And I've been able to you share. You
0: changed with- the way I felt about that. Ugh, you <laughs> spoke to me in a way that no one had, and and I stopped. It never bothered me again. Well, tell him what it is, just because. So uh, can- yeah, yeah. I mean, you were gonna take over. No, I'm gonna take it over again. after. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, so, so that so later on that night, walked into the bar after I'd had rehearsal. You know, and, and Duke and Jimmy had both kind of ribbed me. Because that's just, like, what kind of people they are, and that's what kind of relationship we should have. But yeah. I just wasn't in a place where I could, like, let them have that relationship with me. Yep. And uh, so I walked in, and, and you kind of did the same thing. You kind of ribbed me. And uh, and I was like, man, like, fuck, <laughs> I just, fuck! And I kind of, like, like, like vented a little. And you're like, listen, uh, anybody who is trying to put you in that box... Sucks like anyone who 's trying to define you by this thing that is none of their business and uh, just like doesn 't matter in your relationship to them and in the long run isn 't who you are it 's just one aspect of who you are mm-hmm. and, and your life and everything and like what like why you don 't have to let that bother you so much because anyone who 's trying to do that is just trying to just trying to figure you out and just try to put you in a box Which? and I was like.
1: Well, right. and, and see, that's... And I'm paraphrasing, guys. Well, that's and what how, I remember And how you came to me, it. so what I'll say, save from what I can remember, because the only thing that I, you know, <laughs> I'm sure that that, the reason I was able to articulate that is just because I've, I've seen and done that myself. And then right. when I saw how raw you were in that moment, you're... You being so honest with me and me being like, no, this is what it is. It is because I judged myself in that way, had judged others, and then also had had enough time to the jokes and knew exactly from the place that it came from in myself that I could say, yeah, um, because it made me reference, and I'm sure, uh, you know, it being a little while ago, referencing in that time for me where, where I was for just myself. Sure. Um, was and a place
0: I, that I had had to say yeah. that. I think the other aspect of yeah, it just always had been a place. Yeah, like I said that I just I just hated thinking that anyone would question me.
1: I can't believe that you I made you change though. That that that, that, I've never that makes thought that's about such a it. high
0: compliment. I, I, and that's why I wanted to talk about it because I think it was really important to me and uh and I do I think it really sums up the way that we've always had like yeah, that like kind of language and you
1: to Mary Beth I really do uh respect this in you too the fact that us being as similar as we were um your journey until that time, and your journey up until now—you know, in, of yourself—if there's something that you identify with and you feel, you own it. Yeah. And you always have. And to for some, from that to have been a struggle of mine. You know, we all have, you know, those and you know, when we're forming ourselves and our ident- identity, and we're able to choose things that we want to parse away or or keep, mm-hmm. um, and the things that we identify as are good. Wonderful attributes that, you know. You you also mentioned like you took the responsibility on feeling, you know, feeling it in. It was nothing. Yeah. It was just all in you. And sometimes we're a mirror of things. And you, you having the strength of always saying, "No, nah, if I was, I would." And so there's yeah. something about you taking that stand that also does give the strength to me too. Be like, that's right. And once you say that you're in, you know, you don't have to listen to anything else. whatever you decide is right that being um, you know something that you know you can stand from the rooftops and say and be proud about and take the right of that and what you decide to express that is a big deal too
0: that uh, I'm really glad we got to talk about that because I wanted to I'm glad Cause I think you did. about it a lot and I'm glad that you remember it
1: I think that. about it a lot and I thought about it a lot in you know when you asked me to do this because mm-hmm. I am you know I love that. I love seeing uh you know, when you post anything about your podcast. Also I think your
0: cartoon is so good. Oh thanks. Yeah. I made that. You uh, did? Yeah. A little jar. Um yeah, it was just a uh, internet thing. I had the help of uh of a application Well, we don't, we don't have to mention it, but I like um, it. Um thank you. I think it I think it is good a good representation. Yeah, I do. Um I don't you have to I'm doing a time check. Yeah. Well we're
1: gonna what time are we doing what time are we at? Yeah, man. I'm gonna have to I think we're gonna, gonna have gonna to have wrap. To. Yeah because, that's what I was uh, thinking. Got that show, uh Vidiacalope, Sick Adventure. Yeah. And then
0: uh tonight for CIS. Oh, CIM. I didn't realize it was Sick Adventure. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I might come hang Would with you like you. Yeah, Yes, I'd yeah, love yeah. you to Yeah, I know you mentioned that I was welcome to uh uh and and um that just makes me even more inclined to. Cool. Okay, uh, last question. Yes. Button it. Um, how do you feel like growing up in the South, all this stuff we talked about, um, you know, fucking playing sports, mm. being outside, being in touch with your uh, body physically and mm. your um, fucking spirit, um, you know, uh, religiously, all that shit, how does that factor into how does that influence you both creatively and how has that influenced your whole like life in general?
1: Well this is a big old I know it's yeah, a huge well let question. me let me take a second to take it in. Um, <laughs> well I'm gonna go back to being I wanna talk about farmer and being in the roots about that. I'm gonna go with that I'm gonna do a, a metaphor. Love it. Um I think I draw with it as a strength. The more that I I you know, having to go back, be in touch with roots seeing uh you know and then looking kind of what I've grown into and what how my fruits uh you know are in season how um if I'm an evergreen or how my leaves are produced and how I interact <laughs> with the world around me um you know with photosynthesis and um <laughs> sticking in carbon dioxide uh mm. however that happens and the power from the sun the energy it really and truly I think provides me with. Uh, with the strength of that. It, you know, I am stronger because I have those things and I think continuing to to go back and to look at those and know that they directly influence but you know the offshoots and what I you know I decide to do in the future as far as uh performance is going it, it must be directly influenced and yeah. and I think that it's I think that it's supposed to be that way. So I know that that's, uh, it's not just supposed to. I, I take a lot of pride in um, in being from a place and being able to, you know, trace that back and to have, you know, the, the family and then also the mentors and the people that, you know, I've been raised up with. And, you know, I think that as it continues on with, you know, my nieces and also with, you know, just kids in general, I think... You know, it's uh it's yeah, absolutely seeing, seeing
0: them go through yeah,
1: and it's so knowing that you know people and that at, the way we go through our lives, you know at the end of the day, knowing that they're <laughs> they will die, but uh there are things that will continue to grow and live beyond that, Ooh. so so I think that it's um it's that it's it's a it's a wonderful place to be from, um and it's a place I that's always so with
0: me, yep. I think so too, <laughs> I think I. It's really been, uh, yeah. I mean, I think the Obi Wan and Luke thing sums it up. You know, we both have the Force, yes. and uh, <laughs> and you really like helped me realize that I had the Force, and yes, uh, you do. Uh, and like in such a in such a like shorthand way. That's good. It, it, like I just feel like we always had a shorthand and, and uh, i'm thankful for that <laughs> me too uh rachel thank you so much for doing this thank you so much for having me very uh best. I love you so much i, love and I mean you too. That. and
1: I mean it too thank you <laughs>